So I mean, just, just a taste of, uh, of the ways uh, that God has been good in, in different lives. And, and how he's been good has, has looked, uh, looked different in every person uh, who's, who calls Summit home. Because we've all shown up with, with different needs in different seasons. We've all been uh, strong when others have been weak and had others be strong for us when we were weak. And, uh, and, that, and that amounts to a lot of individual stories. But as we move uh, through the evening tonight, I do want to be clear uh, about, about what we're about as a church. Because if you've been around Summit for a while, there's, you know, there, there are a lot of, uh, of things going on. There are wonderful things and, you know, and, uh, and a lot of opportunities to get involved. And, and I want to be clear uh, what, what binds it all together. What's our heart uh, as a church? So I want to share with you, in case you haven't heard, uh, what our vision is as a church. And this is the vision uh, that, has, that has driven us uh, since day one. Um, and it's not, uh, it, it, it's not um, unique in any way uh, because it's our best understanding of what it looks like um, to, to, to be a church in the way that God intended to be a biblically uh, functioning community. So first, our vision is rooted in... Uh, in um, a lot of the Bible, but um, but we draw most uh, in in the great uh, commandment and the great commission as as far as the roots of our vision as a church. So I just want to read those to you real quick and then share with you uh, it, very simply what our vision is. So the first uh, the, the the great commandment is you know Jesus was asked what's you know what's the most important part of the law what's the what's the greatest uh, and kind of the supreme law and, and Jesus replied in this way love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments and then the great commission was. Uh, was just a, um, a, a short time later. It was actually Jesus' final charge uh, to his disciples after his death and resurrection, and 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 just before his ascension, he's he's giving the the kind of okay, this is what it's about, guys. Uh, and uh, and he says these words: All authority in heaven on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So as we look at that and as we look at what it means uh, to, um, to be a church in the vein uh, of, of what Christ intended and what was modeled uh, in the New Testament, uh, we, our, our vision is, uh, is as simple, simply stated as we can make it, to build biblically functioning communities that reach lost people, connect in Christ-centered relationships, teach truth, serve others, and worship God. Those five attributes, those, those five actions are, are the actions of biblically functioning communities. We put uh, reaching lost people uh, first in that because we believe it's first in the heart of Jesus uh, in that, uh, and that it ought to be forefront uh, in our attention um, as a church as well. Recognizing that we live in a world uh, where, uh, we live in a city uh, where, uh, where people live every single day day after day after day, without any practical hope for anything better than what they can scrape together by their own, uh, by their own gifts, skills, and abilities. And, and, and they spend so much energy and so much time working to make it look like they've got it all together and, uh, and, uh, and having that, that gnawing sensation that it's all going to fall apart one day. You may be in this room and you may know exactly what that feels like. You may remember what that feels like. You may be feeling that way now. 
And they've never considered that there might be a God who loves them, that, cr that created them for great things. And there's a Savior who died for them so that all of the things that we mess up in life can, can, be, can be paid for uh, and, uh, and wiped away. And then we can, we can be in right relationship with our Creator and live fully how we are intended to be. And can you imagine living every day missing that hope, missing that possibility? I learned recently that Orlando, a greater Orlando area, uh, is... Uh, is in the top 10 list of, of uh, most unchurched and most de-churched cities in the US. Um, so most unchurched people who've never gone to church, most de-churched people who did at one time and no longer uh, go to church. Now going to church doesn't mean you're a follower of Jesus, but it indicates that we live in a city where we have a lot of opportunity, a lot of opportunity to be hope and light. And so we want to remember, even as, as, as we grow and as we grow deeper together, that the, the story of Summit isn't simply about us. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't begin or end with us. It invites us um, to be the church for those who are not yet included. And that's what it means to value reaching lost people. And then connecting Christ-centered community, just recognizing uh, that, that, uh, that following Jesus is not a solo sport. Uh, it's something uh, that we're invited to do, to do together and that we're intended and created uh, to do together. And being in community isn't just about being in proximity, but it's about being in the same mission together, in the same vein of living, being, being Jesus for each other, having Christ at the center of, our, of the purpose of our relationships, not just relationships for relationship's sake, but relationship for Jesus' sake, and letting the good of that infect both our lives and, and, and be invitational to those around us as well. And teach truth. Uh, and that, I mean, there, there is truth in this world. And we want to be teachers of that, not just receivers of that, but teachers of that and how we live. The truth uh, about, about who God is, the truth uh, and the authority of Scripture in our lives, the recognition uh, that, uh, that ultimately any honest pursuit of truth, any honest pursuit of the real truth, the truth that matters, leads not just to more information, but leads to the person of Jesus. And we want to be about serving others in the way that, in the way that uh, Jesus did and, and, and taught his disciples um, to do as well to be mindful of the needs around us, to recognize uh, that, that the hope of the gospel isn't just hope for the, for the hereafter, but hope for the here and now. We want to, be, we want to look at the world uh, and value the world and love the world the way Jesus loves and show up in the lives of other people. In simple acts of service, uh, whether it be in our own local community or, 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 or globally or wherever, go, go wherever there is need and say, we will love like Jesus loves. And then worship God. And worship God, when we talk about worshiping, we're not talking uh, simply about the, 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 the songs that we sing, although that's a, that, that is an act of worship. But we're talking about lives lived as worship. We're talking about recognizing that we, when all those other things, all those other actions in our vision line up, and when they're done, uh, not for our own accolades, but, in rec but, but because of who God is and because of what he's done for us, when, when we live those lives, it, it adds up to worship of God. It is living lives of worship. And I think this weekend is maybe uh, most appropriate for us to lean into that reality. As we cancel uh, the, the part of our worship uh, that would bring us together and have us uh, singing songs together, uh, the, our, our, our invitation in worship um, as we go into this weekend is, is to fully engage in, uh, in being the church for the world around us, in showing up in the lives of our neighbors, in serving them. 
and recognizing that that is as much a, a, an offering to God as, as glorifying to him and as good for the world um, as any act of worship that we could do. And so, as we reflect on our vision, as we look at how, that, how God has been good uh, in our lives and what that might look uh, for, for Summit 15 years from now, let's not forget uh, two days from now and, uh, and how we can live out the vision uh, for, for the sake of those around us. So I'm actually going to ask Gary Abbott uh, to come up. Uh, even though he's wearing a tie and looks much sharper than I am, uh, we'll still share a stage uh, together. And, uh, and Gary, welcome. Um, hey, thanks, John. You, if, you, if you haven't met Gary uh, personally, uh, you'll read about him and his many job titles in the Summit magazine <laughs> yeah. uh, that just yeah. came out. Of, I think they captured every job title you've had they got him, yeah. uh, to date, yeah, uh, so, so welcome. Yeah, uh, in, one, in one of your many uh, roles at Summit, uh, you kind of help lead us in, in what it means to, to be outward focused yeah. in, in our actions. And so as, uh, as we as a church engage in, uh, in service as an act of worship this weekend. How would you guide us in that? Thanks, thanks, John, for how you've led us through the service, how you've, how you've talked about the vision. Thanks for not inviting me up right after that video. <laughs> I was pretty snotty in I'm that moment. I'm glad I got to watch a it a couple bit teary, times so yeah. before the Yeah, so um, I was so emotions. struck by just the stories, and I knew the voices kind of before, yeah. uh, b- before uh, I even saw the faces, and what God's done has been incredible. Yeah. And uh, what God, I think, will do this weekend will be incredible as well. John shared what the bedrock of who we are is, and it's Jesus' call. Love God with all you've got and love your neighbors yourself. And maybe a way to say that that, that that really hits home is love God enough that you're willing to love your neighbor as yourself, seeing them as image bearers of God. And so we're going to start preparing in different ways tomorrow for the storm that's coming. Uh, I'll give you a really practical way, a really simple, maybe challenging, but very simple thing to do as an act of loving your neighbor walk to the house that's right next to you, probably 30 feet away on your left and then 30 feet away on your right. Knock on the door, whether you've met that person or not, and say, can I help you? It sounds so simple, right? But that can be a challenging thing. But people are really open to the idea of receiving help at this time, and that's an absolutely perfect way where we can show the love of Christ through how we're willing to love others. I would say start there, starting tomorrow, if you haven't done that already. If everyone who calls Summit home would commit to doing that, the, the, the idea of the truth of God's love would spread in our neighborhoods in ways that, that maybe we're not even uh, imagining at this point. So that's a really practical way. There are a couple of other practical ways as well. And just so you know, everything that I'm about to say is on our website, so don't feel like you have to write anything down. But a couple of other practical things you can do in the next couple of days. Um, Donate blood if you've got time. Uh, One Blood sent a lot of uh, what was available here in Central Florida to Texas when when Harvey hit. And so there's actually a deficit right now and we know that that there could be needs in South Florida and even Central Florida. And so that's a great way uh, that you could support our community and love love our neighbors uh, really, really well. One other really interesting one, I got a call today from the director of CREW as a campus ministry over at UCF. And he said, hey, I've, I've got a question for you. Would you be willing as a church to potentially receive students who maybe can't make it home uh, but need a place to, to be in the next couple of days? He said, I don't know what that will be. It could be zero students. It could be two students. It could be 20 students. But, you, but would you be willing as a church to, to be open to that? And I said, yes. So I committed you guys. So... Um, <laughs> 
So here's... So each of uh, you gets 20 college students yeah. starting tomorrow. The, the math doesn't work out yes, on that, oh, so okay. don't worry about 20 college students. But if you'd be willing to, to, to put your name on a list for that, I'm not saying that you'll have guests, but if you have space to invite someone into your home uh, who could need it, that, that would be great. I'll be at the info booth afterwards. I'd love to get your contact, and, and we could dialogue about that. A lot of this is grassroots uh, because, because in some ways it's unprecedented, but people are reaching out to Summit and, and saying, can, can you help? And they're reaching out to us and saying, can we help? And so if you'd be willing to have your name on that list, that would be great. Those are some great things to do in preparation as, of course, you're preparing uh, as, as individuals and families. Yeah. So in that vein, uh, as, as, as we responsibly prepare ourselves, uh, I imagine in this room, uh, in, in the Summit family, there are a number of folks who are like, I'd like a little bit of that. Yeah. And some neighborliness. Absolutely. Please. Yeah, please. <laughs> please. Uh, just call John. Yeah. Uh, that would be great. I'll be there. No. I'll be there. No, we would absolutely love to do everything we can to support you. If, you, if you're saying like, man, I'm a little overwhelmed by this, I could really use some help, there's a way on, on the website to, to communicate that to us. Just go to our front page and you'll find that. Or if you know someone who needs help, please, uh, let, let's do this together. Don't, don't suffer through the challenge, don't go through the anxiety, don't go through this preparation alone. If you need help, we absolutely wanna do that. Yeah, absolutely, and it, and it doesn't need to, I mean, you know, Gary uh, helped someone take down a trampoline today. OJ's helping someone board up uh, someone's house the other day. And my kids bag sand for people. Like this, it can be simple things. And, and even if your needs uh, don't feel like they rise, you know, big enough to like, well, should I call the church? Let's help each other out. And so if there's if, if there's something you can't manage well on your own, uh, then, then talk to your summit family yeah. and uh, you know start with your connect group, uh, yeah. but but don't stop there. Um, if there's uh, if there's yeah. I found out today generators yeah. are really heavy. So yeah. if you they, find yeah. that out tomorrow, uh, call us and we'll try to find yeah. somebody who can help carry you. Two of them for an nope, hour. That's not true. That's not true. Okay. I, I wasn't so. even fishing for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So. Let's fast forward to Tuesday, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, yeah. uh, storm hits. Um, what, what can we do or what are we anticipating doing as a church? Yeah, I, again, as, as individuals, care for your family, take care of yourselves, uh, take care of your neighbors. Realize that the downed limbs don't stop at, at your property line. You know, be, be involved in your neighborhood and reach out to those particularly elderly or special needs in your community and, and care for them well. But uh, we are already in contact with the city of Orlando and also the Red Cross about potentially being a distribution center if that's necessary necessary. And it, it might be interesting to know, again, this is probably something you could do in advance. The Red Cross is already taking applications for volunteers. And so if you say, you know what, that's what I want to do as a response to this, whatever the needs are I want to be in, you could go ahead and fill out that application. Again, you can link to all that through our website. But those are some, some ways that, that we're involved in the community. And, and so just know as communication is available, uh, we will absolutely get that out to, to you guys and to the wider congregation to make sure that, that we're all in, because that's the hope. Yeah. The hope is we do this as a community. If this is a distribution center, it's not something that we say, I'm so thankful that my church did that, but, but we can look back and say, I'm thankful that we did that together. So, Okay, awesome. Yeah. Anything else that we're missing in that? Those are the big ones. All right, that's all right. great. Well, Thanks, and, Yeah, and we'll keep, we'll keep the website up to date as long as the website's up. Uh, and, um, and again, I, just, I can't think of a more appropriate way uh, for, for us to mark uh, 15 years as a church uh, than, than, than to march forward and being the church that we've always been uh, and, 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 and in the best of ways and, uh, and being mindful of, uh, of the world around us uh, and recognizing that Jesus intended 
his church, which this is, his church uh, to be good for the world um, outside the walls of the church. So let's go and be that this week. And let me pray for us, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll conclude or continue in our worship service together. Heavenly Father, it's so, uh, it, it, it's so easy for all of us to, um, to have our view of, uh, uh, of your church or our capabilities or, or even your capabilities be um, grow smaller over time. If we're not mindful of opening ourselves up to the reality that, that you're a God who's infinitely big and infinitely good and infinitely powerful. And you invite uh, your, your people, your hands and feet of Christ, the representation of your character and love in this world um, to be near infinitely good uh, for the world around us. And we recognize uh, that, that we live in, uh, in, in a world, and not even just counting um, the, the, uh, the circumstantial challenges of the storm coming, but, uh, but just the reality. We live in a world that needs, uh, that needs hope, uh, that, that lives uh, just... Uh, just spending so much energy uh, masking the fear that, that's underneath the surface. And I pray that you'll give us, uh, not just as a community, but as individuals, a personal vision for what it looks like uh, to be fully engaged in your transforming work in our lives for the sake of others. We pray that whatever, uh, whatever um, resistance might naturally build up over time that would limit our view uh, of you and what you want to do through us. We pray that you'll break that down, that you'll open our hearts so that we can give ourselves um, with, with great hope and, and, and great abandon to you, to your work in us, and to your work through us. And we pray this in your holy and precious name. Amen.